Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about the X-Men and sometimes the Avengers. But most importantly, we're talking mm-hmm. about consequences from X-Men versus Avengers. Gary, welcome back to the show. So, so nice to have hey. you here. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Good to be here. Thanks um, for having me. How are you feeling about those, these consequences as they roll out? Uh, seem appropriate to me. You know, consequences are good. I was thinking about this, um, something that you and I both like about uh, the the MCU movies that we like uh, deal with fallout from other MCU shit, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I didn't ever put that combination together, but it's something I've always really liked in comics as well. Uh, not just this, which is a, a miniseries specifically about it, but like, when I was regularly reading X-Men comics and would get to the, and would also just read whatever the big Marvel event was, your civil wars and secret invasions and the like the episode, the issues or mini series that would come out, they'd just be like, Oh shit, a Hulk happened. What do we do now? <laughs> uh, I always really appreciated those. Yeah. It's uh, I always want people to deal with the problems in their big earth shattering world, at least a little bit, at least for like a little while. Like it doesn't have to be every single day. Like, Seeing Daredevil um, run out of toilet paper once is very funny, but like him constantly going to the grocery yeah. store would not be. But I just like to see. I just want to be. I just want it to be like acknowledged every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I don't need a whole miniseries like Dan Slott's. The thing ran out of toilet paper. Colon Yancey Street Blues. Oh God! Can you imagine? Like God, yeah. you know I, New I York can't. is really a character in that, Gary. It's really a character. <laughs> Just hey, give me some toilet paper down at the bodega. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love a bodega. Have you you guys know what a bodega is? It's like it's <laughs> like a go. gas station in any other state, but we call it a bodega, yeah. and yeah. they don't it's, sell it's, gas. They don't, have, they don't have gas. It's just bad sandwiches. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's when I have a friend who, who lives in New York Mm -hmm. and, uh, when he first started talking about like bodegas, uh, I, it felt, I, I lost my mind because the way he talked about them really described them as if they wouldn't be a convenience store. Yes. (laughs) You know, a convenient, like a a convenience store that's a little bit more grocery store energy, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes has a hot bar, but it it was, I was expecting something wondrous. Yeah. Uh, when I went there based on him talking, oh, we'll just go to the bodega. It's great. And it is, it was a stop and shop. Yeah. You know? I mean, you've been down here and you've, you've seen like what yeah. our gas stations do with like a hot food bar. And, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's good real hot food. Yeah. It's real fucking hit, hit or miss on like whether or not I want, to, I want to put this in my body or not. And some of it is really fucking good. Um, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's still like a gas station making some, some above average food. Like that's, yeah, that's to me is like stuff up. That's the that's the best yeah. a bodega could be, except it might have a cat in it. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they have a cat, and somebody's gonna be mad and be like, "We haven't had the sandwiches from." You know, hey, some dude, place. I can eat a and, chopped beef. I can get a chopped beef wherever I fucking yeah. want to. You know what else I can do? Yeah. I can buy beef and chop it my fucking self. It's not that fucking hard of a sandwich to make. Okay. Yeah. It's also if we, if the idea is you haven't had you know a Sully sandwich or something like that, like guilty. Yeah. If I haven't been to that specific corner. You got me. I don't know, man. I have the the times that I've because I've got a friend that lives in New York as well, and we we go up there with like the intention of like this time we're gonna do the tourist stuff. We're gonna go see the Statue yeah. of Liberty. We're gonna go do the blah 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 blah. Um, and then every time it's just a, we're going to get drunk all day and eat at random restaurants and random places. So I've like eaten a chopped beef at a bodega before and it was delicious and great. And like, but also like 
I've had a fucking slice of pizza on Bourbon Street after fucking Mardi Gras, and it was just as good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's still still just a sandwich. There's something really deeply obnoxious about New York folk. <laughs> and in my experience, it's not native New Yorkers. It's people who moved to New York. Yep. Agreed. Who mm-hmm. then, who didn't have an identity before that, you know, and now are like, oh shit. Like I get to talk about how I live in the only place that's worth living in, you know, uh, it, it is, it is wild. The bagels, it's the water. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, you, I bet you Atlantis is like that as well. Oh yeah. I bet there's some Just like, segueing us into. <laughs> I bet there's some people here. that move to Atlantis that are like, oh my God, you should see it down here. It's so beautiful with all of the kelp. You haven't had seafood <laughs> until you've had Atlantis seafood. It's fresh. It flies into your mouth. <laughs> 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 I don't, I mean, like, you would think that of all people, the Atlanteans would be like, no seafood, I'm sorry. Like, we only eat beef here. <laughs> like, yeah, we're kind of seafood. They yeah. just bring, bring down little, little cows in scuba suits. Yeah, perfect. Little grazing cows <laughs> in the, little, in the yeah. little scuba suit. Perfect, perfect. They're like floating. It's real cute. I hate to tell you this, um, Gary, but uh, what we're describing is Jar Jar's Underground City from episode one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but we're cribbing from the master himself, uh, George Lucas. Uh, Misa bummed out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's quit podcasting now that we've accidentally invented star wars again <laughs> oh no um anywho uh this is avx consequences number four we got a cover here of namor creeping up on hope as she's scuba diving mm-hmm. uh just a tiny little scene in this but they want to show all the different uh different people here and we are going back and forth between jail with scott summers and then kind of touching in on the other plots yep uh in the wake of avx and we start with none other than Tony Stark uh, visiting our boy Cyclops, who isn't real interested in a conversation uh, with Tony Stark. Tony being the one that, you know, blew the Phoenix Force up into five pieces and that kind of arguably maybe started this whole thing, <laughs> the, way it, the yeah. way it shook out, by trying to aim a gun yeah. at a cosmic force. Uh, maybe it messed up, and maybe we shouldn't be blaming Cyclops and put them in a two-bit prison, but whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cyclops is like, you tried to blow it up, and Tony Stark goes, only at first! Yeah. Like, exclamation point. Good good job. Um, and the way he wins Cyclops over is by telling him at first, like, hey, I want to run tests on you. Like, we got real close to understanding it the first time, but I think that if more testing, like, I can I can try to figure it out. Um, and Cyclops really isn't interested until Tony tells him, like, that whole time, in the end, with hope and everything, I knew that it would create more mutants. And Cyclops is like, oh, okay, cool. Um, this doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense to me because, like, Cyclops had the Phoenix Force and didn't know that it was going to create more mutants. <laughs> like, I mean, I know he's smart. I know Tony's smart, Gary, but like, is he cosmic being smart? It, it's, well, it's not, to me, like, yes, that is 100% ridiculous. It's also, I think that Tony might be lying Yeah, here because uh, that's not above him. This character isn't, you know, it's not Captain America or whatever. Uh, the other thing is that uh, I would think that if he knew it would create new mutants, he would have at some point attempted to tell Cyclops that when Cyclops had the Phoenix. Yeah. Like, let it you know, go. Be like, hey, actually, give it to, give it to know, Hope. I can, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give it to Hope. It'll do the thing that we want. You know? Uh, and he could have told Hope that, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he had just shared that information, maybe a lot of people wouldn't have died. Like, a bunch of Wakandans would be real happy right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, at this point. So I think he, maybe he's lying to get the results but this this thread doesn't really go anywhere Mm-mm. you know it's it's just to give maybe they do stuff with iron man having these results in other comics but it's to give cyclops a way to be our way for an incident yeah uh, um, a little bit later we switch over um, to the peak 
which is uh, mm-hmm. swords like orbiting a uh, space station where they keep Earth, quote unquote, safe from alien excursions. Um, big square quotes on that one, Gary, because uh, as we yes. all know, it's not worked out for them very well. <laughs> no, sword's not great. Uh, tons of confidence, though. Yeah. Uh, Brand is there. She goes into her, her uh, secret room to take a channel, and it's a hollow magneto. Yeah. Uh, hologram magneto. My favorite uh, hologram. She is Tupac. the one. Yeah. Uh, she's the one who's been warning them. Yep. Um, you know? She implies that there's an extraterrestrial AI that is now going to feed them secrets so that they can stay one step ahead of the authorities. Um, I feel like this is unit. Right. Me too. Okay. Like she's like a, a robot we had in holding gave us this extraterrestrial virus. Yeah. And he was really good at this thing kind of thing. So I feel like that's a unit reference. Um, he said unit. Uh, and yeah. of course Magneto is like, I mean, I appreciate this, but what's up? Like, why are you, why are you being a friend to us? And she's like, well, you know, I'm half mutant. Um, like I was always yeah. on y'all side, basically. Like if you're going to. This is a reveal as far as I know. Like she's had powers before, but I think that they, people chalk them up to her alien half. Yeah. Because she's half mutant, half alien. She also reveals that she's pregnant with beast baby. Uh oh. Which Magneto describes as broody. Yeah. That's not what broody Whoa. means. No. <laughs> That's not what broody <laughs> means unless you're actually brood. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> I understand, like, a brood could be, like, a series of kids, but this is some weird MRA shit. Yeah, like, this, this feels is, like yeah, I, you got to find a woman when she's broody because then she's more susceptible to gorilla mindset. I do like, not like mindset this pills. at, at no. all. <laughs> it is, it is not a fun time for me. Yeah. Does Beast know you're so broody? And she basically says, like, don't tell him. So this is some intrigue. You know, she's going to have a beast baby. Uh, I don't know what happened with that. I don't either. In the comics. <laughs> I could tell you uh, what happens to beast after this. And it's, it's, he's just a fucking dumbass. but we'll, we'll get there in a little couple of, <laughs> couple of episodes. Um, uh, uh, cut over to hope down uh, beneath utopia in the water near Atlantis. Uh, she's looking around and she, Namor uh, stumbles upon her. Um, says like hey i did tell you that you could come down but like why are you here um and she's like i'm looking for cable uh and then they kind of have this moment where she's like you know you 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 almost destroyed wakanda you're not a you know there's a difference between a war and a war crime and and namor is like well you know george bush isn't a war criminal so neither am i as far as i'm concerned (laughs) (laughs) uh at first he this is this is a cool moment of like uh you know softness and namor uh, he starts kind of like stammering and then eventually he's like, no, no one talks to me like this. Yeah. You know, uh, it was more than you can understand. Like I felt very small, like a tiny piece of krill, uh, lost in an endless ocean. If you've felt small, felt small, I never have. And I don't like it. Yeah. Like basically admitting that he was not in control. And, uh, um, when the Phoenix and she's, she's down there because like a uh, part of utopia fell down there. So she's looking for anything that could get her a lead on cable. Um, she's also looking for yeah. her jetpack because I mean, she's got to have a jetpack. She likes it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I cut over to Siberia where storm comes and finds the cave that Colossus has been living in. I would, what is uh, written on that envelope, Gary? Is it a series yeah. of GPS coordinates? Is it a cave. riddle? <laughs> like in the last issue, if, if for people don't remember, Ileana gave her an envelope that said, this is where Cyclops is located. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, he is on the side of a mountain sculpting, um, reliefs of his yeah. sister's face. And I, Sure. It's just a picture of the, the landscape. Yeah. It's a Breath of the Wild puzzle. Perfect. Yeah. Um, it's a painting from Elden Ring, <laughs> right? Have you done any of those? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've collected a bunch of the paintings, but I don't know what to do with them. Oh, you, so um, like if, you, if you find like the angle, you'll find some sweet loot mm-hmm. there. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I thought they were just collectibles because they were 
there are several of them. Yeah. I, I figured they would tie into lore and I honestly kind of forgot about them as I went to the end game. Cause there's a lot of stuff to think about in that game. Yeah, me too. So, Agreed. Uh, I've been wiki diving and I forgot to wiki dive that. Um, the, uh, so she, uh, she finds him, uh, there and she's like, you have to come in. And he says, I don't have to, unless you make me, yeah. uh, basically, uh, he's sculpting, uh, Ilyana in the wall and just punching it over and over and over. Um, I like the dialogue here. Like I'm thinking about embracing pacifism. I'm also thinking about the opposite, Yeah, uh, which is a really good way. Uh, I like that line quite a bit. Um, I do, um, I do too. I like the fact that he's that, uh, storm sees this and it's like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> You're good. You just stay yeah. here. You're obviously working through some shit. Just stay here out of trouble. Right. Like stay in this mountain, like sculpt, sculpt the heads, hit the heads, like just do this until you feel better yeah. and then call me before you do anything weird. My man's going through some stuff. Now, let let him do it. Uh, as she she leaves, she's like, "I can't turn him in. He's just a victim as well, you know, because his his brain is is broken." Uh, and Magneto pops up, and is like, "That's the conclusion I came to as well." Uh, Magneto was the one responsible for getting the envelope uh, to her, and basically was, you know, if if he was going to have to be taken in, we'd rather have it be one of his friends who we trust, so he doesn't end up in a you know mutant prison mm-hmm. with with Cyclops basically yeah um uh aurora warns him that magic is dangerous he's like i am as well you know farewell you know let's not fight um yeah i mean and this is just like hey you know we've got a quasi like you know truce in between mutants right now because uh like we we just don't know what's going to go on um One week later, we jump back over to prison where uh, Cyclops' friend, who probably has a name and I don't care about it, is getting an X tattoo. Don't get attached to him. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She, uh, excuse me, he... um, He's getting that X tattoo probably a little a little early for that if you if you ask mm-hmm. me I don't know about you it's here. a really nice prison tattoo yeah it's good you see how clean those lines are <laughs> very clean lines um, very little I, bleeding. I think maybe it wasn't a tattoo and it's actually just like a sharpie yeah um and yeah. they're basically just talking about like uh, how cool it's going to be to be in the school when Cyclops gets uh, brought over to do more to Tony Stark testing and then that's when this dude gets uh, oh Jake his name is right there Jake gets iced. Yeah. Stabbed in the tummy. Yeah. Um, super shanked. Yeah, super shanked. Um, yep. And Cyclops, like, you know, kicks the dude in the face, but is quickly subdued by his weird power collar. Um, and then we cut very quickly to just later where Wolverine shows up to talk to him. Yep. Uh, just like he didn't make it, you know. Uh, Cyclops starts talking about mutant prisoner murder rates, you know. Uh, and weirdly, Wolverine's like, don't turn this into a policy debate. <laughs> Like Jesus Christ, Wolverine! <laughs> like you should not be. You should care about this. Yes. Uh, you know, as as a as a uh, as a mutant that has like literally been locked up and experimented upon, like maybe this is some things. Like this is this yeah. is something that you should pay attention to. Wolverine's fucking weird now. I I don't I don't. Uh, and and this is about that, right? It's not like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, acknowledging it. Uh, so Scott asks him why he's here, and Wolverine's like, "I'm here to to talk you down." You know, uh, you're going to go do something stupid. I know where you're at, but before you do that, I want to let you know, like, I believe you about the professor. Like you wouldn't deliberately kill him, you know, and you're not going to do what you're thinking about doing now. Uh, professor X taught me to be patient and kind, but you gave me a role model. Like you showed me that what it's like to be a better person, you know, and before I would do something awful, I would think what would Scott Summers do? 
you know, like th- this is this is all really good. I I prefer a Wolverine and Cyclops who grudgingly respect each other. Me too. And and Wolverine leaves this as you know we've all done some we've all damned ourselves over and over again, but and we can't change that. But I can at least I can at least not stand by while you try to damn yourself some more. Like you know we can at least be better people from this point forward. Um, yeah. Which is what I would also be saying if I'd killed uh, probably. 60 70 thousand people in my 200 years on earth that's exactly the yeah. kind of attitude that i would take <laughs> uh, there's no need to, we can't change anything guys like i'm just gonna be a better yeah. guy from here on out <laughs> trust <Yeah>. me <laughs> it, it's, it's not time to change do pit prison reform that stuff doesn't matter yeah who cares like neoliberal wolverine sucks <laughs> uh, yeah uh and and cyclops you always like you know you had to be the better man and cyclops waits you know like a lot of time has passed it seems and just says to no one like out loud just goes no you know like he can't tolerate this yeah as a thing that happened uh he writes the word now uh and we cut over to magneto who gets the message uh and is like well ladies and gentlemen villains it is yeah uh with uh with danger and magic so magneto and then like the crazy crew the crazy crew yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> my psycho's ex-girlfriends is what this is yeah exactly uh you know danger who is like broken mm-hmm. and weird now and magic who everyone is scared of because she's a demoness because she's fucking terrifying as we're gonna see in this next issue like i'm really excited what they're doing with my girl with magic here yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it for the issue uh all climaxes in the next issue mm-hmm. uh which again is very cool um there's a nice little response from cyclops i like a lot uh even though the art is different and weird in the next one yeah it is a little off yeah um thanks everybody for listening we appreciate you if you like this show please go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv uh support your boys get a bunch of bonus shows yeah uh please check out uh still his kingdom keeps uh is that correct Yes, you got it. I was really impressed yes. that you got it in one because it's a weird podcast name. It is a weird podcast name. Mm-hmm. I almost just said his his kingdom still keeps. Yep. And that, that sounds... Uh, that sounds like a worse. Kingdom Hearts podcast is what that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds exactly like that. Um, yeah. And then uh, ratings, reviews, telling your X-Men friends. Yeah. And like. Please do. Do all of that stuff. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Gary is at Gary Buh, B-U-H, and I am at J.G. Greer. Uh, for all of your latest hard-hitting news and updates about our playthroughs of Elden Ring. Um, until then, we will be back in a couple of days with more ABX. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-